Hello, everyone. Welcome to our podcast. I'm Maxwell with the Talent Development Team, and we're really excited and very pleased to have you join us for the inaugural episode of our interview series, where we're going to be speaking with long-term housers, explore some history of the company, you know, learn about some different departments, some different functions, and, and learn a bit about people's career experience here and some insights, talk about what's um, going on right now with their teams and what excites them about the future. So we're really happy, really excited to have Emily Hurley as our first guest. Um, and Emily, why don't you uh, introduce yourself to uh, our listeners? Sure. Hello, everyone. Um, I, like you said, I'm Emily Hurley. I've been with House since, I actually know the day, January 23rd, 2012. So it's been a long time, a little over 10 years. Um, I am the director of community at House, and that means I work on a lot of different strange things. Um, Anything that basically touches our users is something that I might have a little finger in. Um, some that might be new features that we launch and how we think our community might react to those. It might be how we handle new content that we're getting from our users, or it could be new policies in place about that content or how we handle maybe stickier user situations. Um, and then sort of outward messaging sometimes to our community when we're notifying them of big changes and things like that. So I work on a lot of different things. I tell my dad that my job is to help people make friends on the internet. And that's a little bit true because I also work all in all of our discussions area and, and try to keep that going as passionately and uh, friendly and productively as we can have that be. <laughs> no small feat. Thank you so much for sharing. No. I was so impressed you know just learning more about your role when we first spoke you know about doing the podcast and stuff just really impressed and um and very interested by just the scope and how many different aspects you know you and your team touch it's really really fascinating i know we'll get into that a little bit more sure um, but why don't we start at the beginning so so why house what got you interested in the company and tell us a little bit about what it was like when you first started um, that's a great question. Why house? That's a really good question. Um, I have worked on different startups, um, always in the sort of community arena, but that means different things at different companies. So working on all kinds of different things. Um, the company I had worked at just prior to coming to house was a subsidiary of a very large company. And what we were doing was sort of a cross between Foursquare, if you remember Foursquare, yeah. I think they might be still around <laughs> and Yelp. And they're obviously they're still around. It was sort of a recommendation engine based on affinity matching for restaurants and places people might like to go. So we would tell you, oh, if you liked this place, you might also like the food at this place based on where people like you have, have been. And I loved it and it was so fun. And I got to do so many amazing things there. And then as startups sometimes do, it went away. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, I took some time looking around at different things I might be interested in doing. And one of the things that was really important to me was working on something that I felt like was a positive, a net positive in the world, like making people's lives better and happier and more enjoyable. And um, having also spent some time working in news communities, that was very important to me because everyone knows news can get very contentious. So I wanted something very, looked very different than it does now. Like uh, the website looked very, very different. 
but it did have um, this community of users who were very engaged and very passionate about what they were doing with their homes and what they wanted to do with their homes. And, you know, your home is something that's so personal to you that it was something that I was really interested in as well. Um, that's great. It looked great. It was so exciting. It was, you know, it wasn't an enormous site at the time, but it just, I liked the mission of what they were after and, and what it, where it was going. And, um, in interviewing with everyone, it was a, still a very small team and everyone was super collaborative and, you know, in a small team, you get to work on a lot of different things just because there's very few bodies to go around to do things. Yeah. So it was kind of my sweet spot of the subject matter I liked, the team size I love and, you know, feeling good about what the overall purpose was. So yeah, definitely. Well, that, was, that made of... the decision very easy. Oh, nice. <laughs> uh, it sounds great. You know, just closing my eyes and imagining, I mean, it's, I'm someone who's just recently joined as of October of last year. So there's so much context that I don't have. And then even for people who've been here five or six years, you've got years ahead of them. So it's really interesting. Um, sure. to hear about that. So you said it was a small team. So how many, how many folks were, uh, were with the company when you first started? Um, when I joined that day, I believe I was the 23rd person in that office. It was wow. very, very small. It was uh, a, basically a one room office. It might've technically been a two room office, like in the way that an open floor plan has more than one room. It was <laughs> very, you know, there was a lot of people for a small space. Uh, we had one conference room with one phone, which presented <laughs> its own challenges. If you had to make a phone call, you probably had to go outside and go into your car. Maybe if it was more sensitive, you'd go to your car and make this call to the wow. prior, whoever you had to talk to. Or in the stairwell, you would often coming in, you'd see people sort of huddled on the stairwell, making their <laughs> phone calls, like from the editorial team. They're doing interviews, like crouched in the hallway. Um but yeah, it was very tiny and uh, so tiny that my boss at the time, Liza, who is still at the company, obviously, mm -hmm. um, we shared a single desk front to back. Luckily, we both are fairly petite, so our legs were not clinking across and hitting each other, but we are, you know, sharing this one very small space and working obviously very closely together. <laughs> <laughs> Share the desk. Wow. Sharing the desk. Yes. It was very tiny. So I imagine, you know, just the... Uh... The, the level of camaraderie must have been, I mean, you all must have felt so close uh, in those days. Yeah, you know, I think uh, you're all in the same room. So it was such a great opportunity to just know everybody and know kind of what they worked on and, and who the right person is to talk to about whatever part of the business that you, you know, want to talk about, or maybe you had an idea about. It was in that way, super easy to have those connections to everybody. I mean, including Adina alone, they were there all the time and extremely accessible. So it was a great environment, I think, to step into for sure. Yeah. Oh, that's great. So you, you had shared with me uh, something about that because I mean, you've been here since the beginning. So you've been able to see the organization shift, implement different strategies, go on new directions. You know, one of the things that you were able to see was when we brought um, the marketplace model live. Um, you know, what was that like? I heard that you even did some, some testing to see how, uh, how that would work as a, as a purchaser. I did. I did. <laughs> That's my favorite thing. I want to try everything. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was, uh, there for the launch of marketplace and that was very, very exciting. And, uh, one of our, my favorite things to do, and I think other people that I was working with, their favorite thing to do was to kind of look at what all those products were. So, 
when we launched this, it might've even been the first day or certainly in the first you know week or two, I ordered a few things from my house just to see what that experience was like. And uh, one of the things I ordered, it was from a vendor that had, I'm going to call them unusual artifacts on the site. Um, it was a bust uh, called St. Vincent. And I think I'm probably remembering this wrong. He might've been the patron saint of wine. I'm not sure. Um, <laughs> But I bought him. He was uh, the shoulders and head of this person. And I ordered it for my house and I had it at home and it was fun and it was cool, but it was definitely weird. And I brought it to the office. And what we did was we stuck a little card on the bottom of it that said, this object is in play. If you find this, you must hide it for someone else to find. <laughs> and we hid it in the office and it became in this amazing long-term ongoing game where you would find it in the weirdest place. It, it like buried in uh, at the time we had a vertical like garden wall in the kitchen. You'd find it maybe in there or you'd find them in the refrigerator when you went to get a snack or <laughs> just different places. There was at some point there was a recruiting video that I hope I'm not telling too many secrets that if I don't think this was intentional, but in the background of the video, if you knew about this, if you knew about St. Vincent and what he was all about. You could see his face buried inside a bowl of fruit on the table behind someone that was being interviewed in this recruiting video. So uh, that's I don't think they knew it was there, but I certainly enjoyed it. <laughs> well, there's, it. A, there's an Easter egg waiting if someone can go back and find that video. <laughs> yes, yes, 100%. Um, so that was a huge watching. treat for us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's exactly. great. So, you know, in addition to seeing, you know, from, from a business perspective, you know, you've seen the growth and the success. Um, and obviously that headcount has significantly increased over the years, you know, and when I look back at, um, you know, at your resume, we talked a little about, about your history. You really did truly have that kind of follow the startup model where, you know, every couple of years you were going to a new opportunity Yeah. and, um, you know, but you've, you've stuck with house, you, you've stayed here for so long, you know, so you know, what changes yeah. have you seen over the years and, and really what's, what's kept you here? Um, I've seen a lot of changes. Um, <laughs> I would say that, uh, you know, the key part of all of the changes that I've seen is that they have all been sort of a good addition to what we were already doing. The nothing that we have done has felt like it was really, um, yeah, the, the word I always hate uh, when I see read stories about startups and things is pivot <laughs> because sometimes that means they're just totally changing direction and their mission's not the same and, and they're doing something that it's unfamiliar to you as the user of the site. But what we were doing right. was everything was sort of key to that original mission we had, which was making the home designer and, and remodeling process just better, start to finish and easier for people on both sides of it, the professionals and the homeowners. And, you know, it started as just this, uh, the profiles of the pros with their projects. And, and that was one piece of it. And then pros wanted to be able to get in front of more people. So we added the initial paid advertising program to that. And that was something that people had asked for. And then people were asking about where can I buy this thing that I'm seeing in these beautiful photos. And then the marketplace became layered on top of that. And now of course we have the SaaS product on top of all of those things. And I think it's all of it has been so um, just well woven into that original sort of arc of what we want to do in terms of in the space of making this an easier and better process for people. So yeah, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> sure. I, I you sharing. That's something that um, 
I find particularly fascinating and, um, you know, has contributed to the, just the strategic advantage of the organization, listening to what the customers want, listening yeah. to, to what the market is asking for, and then developing and implementing the innovation to solve for that issue and yeah. to continue to, to service the customers and, and grow and be successful. So that's, yeah. that's really great. Um, yeah. And I can't imagine what it's, what it's been like to see all those different things and the, the growing pains and the learning, you know, but oh, it's, yeah. it's made us successful today. It's very exciting. It's in the launch of all the international offices. That was great. That was so much fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, how have you seen the the culture, you know, adapt um, and and respond to, again, that amount of significant growth, you know, adding on new products, new innovation, you know, going going in the direction that we need to, to best service the market? Um, another good question. <laughs> so I think the culture that you see at House today and, um, you know, we have the core values that we always talk about, the we are family and we are building the future, all of those things, those were all um, present from the beginning, I think. And for a very, very long time, Adina Lon were interviewing every person that came into the company, no matter what the role was, um, if it was a very senior role, if it was a very entry level role, they met everybody. And um, I think did a great job of sort of gathering this group of people that were committed to that same vision of what they were after, were, you know, great at what they did, um, trusted with what they did and trusted to be good at what they did. So there was a little bit of, you know, it's easier to innovate when you have that sort of trust from the people that you're working with. Um, and then certainly being in a tiny office, at first it's very easy to have those easy relationships with people because you're practically on top of each other. And I think the trickiest part as you grow is to sort of maintain that accessibility and familiarity with um, the people in the company that you work with just because you're not in the same space anymore. And certainly when you open other offices, um, you're definitely not in the same space anymore. And maybe you've never met someone face-to-face, -face, but because they were so thoughtful about um, bringing in folks from, you know, all these different areas that were ready and committed to the same sort of culture that they were after and wanted to create. It just made that transition a little bit better, um, to a bigger company. I, there was one point I went, um, to our London office. Now I'm, now I'm going to try to think how many years ago that was many years ago, <laughs> But it was, we gathered all of the folks that were working on all the international sites in the community area, sort of the same things I was working on, but in all these different countries and languages. Mm -hmm. And we all met in London because that was the most convenient place for everybody to show up. And we spent about a week there in that office and then with each other. And I think what struck me most about it, and I actually sent a D an email about about the experience afterwards, because it was so impressive to me that go walking into that office in London, I could have been walking into that office in Palo Alto. It was that same atmosphere, um, very welcoming, very collaborative, very um, like walking into like if you go to a gathering of your family and it's your cousins and you don't see them that often, but when you do, it's great. And it's like, no time has passed. It was yeah, very sure. much that, that sort of environment <laughs> where you're like, Oh, we're all, we're all work for house. We're all housers. Okay, great. Let, what are we going to do today? Let's, let's do it. Let's, let's work. Um, so, it, I mean, that was just really cool to me to see that that culture that we valued so much in Halto had been created in all of these sort of satellite offices as well. Wow, that's a really great observation. Thank you for sharing that experience. That's something that, um, again, as I continue to learn about the organization and 
learn more from my colleagues. I, I'm fortunate to work on a team where I've got some, some, some folks that have been here for a long time. One of our team members just celebrated eight years with Howes. Um, and long. so just, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's uh, Maria Bianco from Talent Development. Um, yes. So, <laughs> um, so that, that's something that I find really, really interesting, really unique. And also I think something that's created an incredible amount of value for the organization is the intentionality with which the culture has been identified, maintained, and made a top priority as we grow, as we continue to innovate, as, you know, being a technology company and all this stuff, you know, a lot of, a lot of organizations, the culture just kind of shows up one day, you know, yeah. because yeah. It's, it's not, it's not the thing that's, that's thought about as much as whatever the technology is or whatever the business strategy is, right. you know, it has it, you perfect example. When you started, it was already clearly defined. And I think that there, there's some yeah. uniqueness to that as well. Yeah, it's been, yeah, it's been an incredible experience to sort of see that continue. And even through the time these last couple of years when we've all been working remotely, the extreme efforts I've seen coming from our uh, workplace experience team and trying to maintain that, and especially with new people coming into the company that maybe didn't have that experience of what it was like to work in a house office, getting a piece of that now through all of the efforts that they're making. I mean, it's cool to see that they can do that. And I think a big part of it is, you know, you're starting with this pool of people that were aligned pretty much on, on what that culture and experience should be before all of that happened. Yeah, no, that's, that's great. Um, Thank you for sharing so much, Emily. I sure. feel like I could talk to you for 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 many more minutes, but uh, we're <laughs> I can we're, talk anyone's ear off. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're coming up on um, on time for our conversation. I wanted to just get a couple more questions um, in, if if you don't mind, you know. Sure. And the, the first one being, what really excites you the most when you you know seeing what you've seen, all of that experience, so much history here so much understanding of the organization. And then you look at where we're at today and then you're looking at what lies ahead. What excites you the most uh, about when you look to the future for house? Um, I will say that um, I, I think watching um, as we've grown through the years and we've added more pieces of what house does and means over the years, um, each piece of it has meant something new and kind of exciting. And I, I think it's easy when you work at any startup, right, to feel like, okay, this is this is what we offer, and um, this is what it is. Hey, take <laughs> come visit. This is what it is. <laughs> right. But I think we actually still have this whole layer and level to go that I think I'm excited about happening. Where we've now um, launched this SaaS product that makes all these pros' lives much easier and more organized, and and all those things. But the people that don't really know about that yet are the people that are hiring these pros and and people that are trying to work on their home. Like, there's nothing more personal than your home and the remodeling your house it's as yes. much of work as we've done in the last you know 10 plus years it's still difficult to do those things so I'm excited for when that sort of shift takes place that homeowners are now like oh wow well if I work with this person they're using um this product and they they won't I mean realistically a homeowner may not know what it is but they'll definitely know they get these beautiful invoices and this timeline that they can track and the communication is all there with their pro in place um I've remodeled a couple of houses and wow <laughs> if I had had those things it would have been a different experience entirely and uh, maybe I would have done it more than I did because it's rough when you're doing those things and everything's on pencil and paper and maybe it's your first time and you've never 
never done this before. Um, When that expectation from the consumer side um, becomes widespread, when they're like, wow, this is the way I want to do business when I'm remodeling my home. I mean, I'm excited for that sort of that breaking point when we crack through to that side and, and see that happen. That'll be really cool to see. Yeah. You're making me excited thinking about it. Now. <laughs> yeah. Makes you want to redo a bathroom. I was maybe. already excited. Now I'm even more excited. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, thank you for sharing those insights. Um, sure. And so speaking of insights, one last question, if you had one thing to share with a new houser, yeah. what would it be? Um, well, besides welcome, um, <laughs> I would say, you know, to dive in and, and take advantage of those opportunities that you're going to see coming through your email and, you know, all of the mixers that you see showing up and the healthy house stuff that you see showing up and, um, with your team and talk to everybody. If you have a question about something, some different part of the company that maybe it's not something that you're focused on, figure out who works on that and, and shoot them an email because I've never worked with a more collaborative and open uh, group of people. Everyone that I've worked with is so great about those things. Wherever the question or feedback or whatever it is comes from in the company, I've not run into anyone who's not ready to have that conversation. And it's, it's such a different experience than you would find in these super siloed companies that, you know, you hear about in the Valley, the, which I think is status quo for most of those places. It's very different at house. So make that, send that email, send that chat. It's, it's easy to get enmeshed in and involved in, in pretty much whatever that you want to. Great suggestion, Emily. Thank you for that advice and couldn't agree with you more. Again, as someone who's a little more recent to the house team, I've found that to be 100% true. There's nobody that's unwilling to help. There's no one that's not willing to be supportive or answer the question. And, you know, the collaboration here is definitely something that is unique um, and one to be embraced and utilized. Yeah, absolutely. 100% agree. So thanks for passing that on. Well, thank you so much. We really appreciate your time and uh, and for sharing what you have with us today, Emily. Uh, it was my pleasure. I'm I'm hoping I'm not too super boring, but <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. No, I'm <laughs> like I, said, I feel like we could just keep going. Um, so you know, for for our listeners, please join us next time. Next time, uh, as we speak with another member of the house team, learn more about their experiences and a little bit of our history here. So stay tuned, and we'll see you then. Thank you so much. Bye bye. Thanks.